0: Hello, y'all, and welcome to another edition of Playmakers Corner Requests. I'm your host for this episode, Cody Stauffer, and we got a handful of, you know, some defensive players of this episode, mainly consisting of safeties and linebackers. Then we do have the one um, fullback that uh, we will talk about. This is one of the first fullbacks that we've talked about a little bit in depth, mainly based off of his running back film but all of that being said let's go ahead and jump right into it and talk about this linebacker out of legacy high school Michael McCarty the six foot 198 pound linebacker slash rover as listed in his twitter bio here and yeah let's go ahead and just kind of run through some of his numbers from these past few years you know on the defensive side of the ball, he did rack up 88 tackles this past season, including four for loss, making his career totals 204 tackles and 11 total tackles for loss, putting together a pretty good career, including you know the COVID shortened year, of course. And in addition to that, you know he racked up two sacks and also an interception in his you know sophomore year. Over his career, he also had a blocked punt this most recent year that was against Fairview, I want to say, and then three fumble recoveries. So very heads-up player, has his eyes on the ball. He even took one fumble return for a touchdown, or recovered one fumble for a touchdown, I should say, because I'm pretty sure it was in the end zone when it was fumbled. So, you know, pretty heads-up, keeps his head on a swivel, and, you know, knows what to kind of look for here. And so let's jump into his overall... You know categories here. Once again, linebackers are graded on man coverage, zone coverage, pass defense, speed, agility slash hip fluidity, height and frame, tackling, pass rush skills, block shooting ability, and run defendability. And so let's go ahead and start with his top category, which is agility slash hip fluidity, kind of paired with his top end speed. These are rated at a 7.8 and a 7.7. These are two-star level, almost three-star level talents of his And you could tell that he's just very athletic. He moves around the field very easily. He can cover sideline to sideline. He just moves very, very well, honestly. And, you know, that helps him in a lot of other categories. He's quick. And, you know, one category that I think it helps him out with in particular is his coverage abilities. You know, I have his man coverage rated at a 5.8 and his zone coverage rated at a 6.2, which may not jump out to you immediately. However, out of all my requests, These are basically double, uh, especially in the man coverage ability. This is the highest man coverage grade I have given out to a linebacker with this rubric because, you know, he does a great job of staying, you know, on their on their hip, staying inside that hip pocket. He doesn't make a lot of, you know, big time breakups or anything like that. But the fact that he can move with wide receivers with those fluid hips, with that good speed, that's a great sign. So I'm not too worried about, you know, him being targeted by mismatches on the next level. He's kept up with slot receivers and spread offenses. And, you know, that's good enough for me to be confident. in him. He doesn't do anything spectacular. That's why he doesn't score higher. But he does just enough to warrant confidence in his coverage abilities on the next level, hence the 5.8 and the 6.2. Overall, his pass defense, you know, I kind of lands in between those at a 5.9. I kind of wish he was able to make more interceptions and have better ball skills and be able to jump passes a little bit better. And I think that that'll come with some more anticipation. I think that's the only thing missing from his pass game is that, you know, he realizes it just a second too late and a second becomes kind of a long time in football, which means that they can get a completed pass, whereas, you know, maybe a higher pass defense is able to dive up, b- break on the ball sooner and make a pass break up or make a hit a little bit sooner. It's a little bit nitpicky, but I think a 5.9 is still a very, very fair score and, you you know, I think that he's capable of making plays in the pass game. It'll just come with some play recognition, which is not the worst thing to have to work on. So, all those categories scored pretty well. You know, his height slash frame. Like I said, he's six foot one, almost two hundred pounds. So I put him at six point nine here. Uh, he'd be at basically a flat seven if he either had like two more pounds at that two hundred, or you know was maybe an inch taller, like a guy that we'll talk about a little bit later on this episode. But uh, you know, I'm not really concerned. I think he has the next level frame and that he's fine there. Another really high category here, this was a two star category for me, was his tackling. I actually have it rated at a 7.4 or a 7.3. In between there, he does a great job of making lots of incredible form tackles, does a great job of wrapping up, meeting, you know, the running back at the point of attack. He even pushes them back sometimes. I don't really see him get trucked or, you know, pushed back all that often and you know he's got a good size he has a little bit of pop in his hits you know his tackling might be a little bit higher if he had a bigger handful of just absolutely monster hits but it's not something that I'm really worried about you know sometimes he can get a little high and sometimes his foot you know his feet are too close together and that makes for a really tough tackle but 7.3 still solid tackling This is where we start to get into maybe some areas of improvement while his run defendability i do have it rated at a 6.9 i think it's very solid he makes a lot of plays in the run game he's able to you know recognize plays to an extent and in addition to that you know i mean 88 tackles kind of speaks for itself doesn't it the only thing the only qualm i have with his run defendability and why it's at a 6.9 instead of a seven is he is a little slow to recognize. Slash can be, you know, misguided with misdirection. He is, you know, he'll still make a play, but you can get him to go two steps in the opposite direction before he makes his way back across the field for a tackle. So that's the only thing separating him from this, you know, this good level, this very high ceiling of good from, you know, great, I guess is just his play recognition ability which you could see in the past game so overall you know his play recognition is something that i think needs the most work in addition to that you know his block shedding i have it rated a 5.8 i think that it's serviceable for the level that he's at and it's fine but he doesn't really have a bag and that's also reflected in his pass rush skills which i do have rated at a 4.7 there's just you know, not a lot of moves that he has. His hand fighting isn't spectacular. You know, he doesn't really shuck, you know, blockers one side to the other. Usually just kind of dances around him, which is fine. And it is a skill. That's why it's, you know, still in this average range. But he just doesn't have a deep bag. And so that's what lands him at a 4 7 in pass rush and a 5 8 in block shedding. So overall, I have him rated at a 65 here which is just a couple points below a two-star talent. And I think that lands him pretty squarely and fairly in that, you know, two, in that kind of division to NAIA, maybe like a flyer from an FCS level kind of player. And it looks like, you know, back in December, he got some offers. One of them was to uh, McPherson which I'm pretty sure is an NAIA or D2 school. I think it's D2 because I want to say it's in the um, KCAC. But anyways, you know, he had an offer to McPherson. He has one to Rose Holman uh, IT, which I'm not sure exactly what level that is. But, I mean, he's a first-team linebacker in his conference. He's a co-defensive player of the year and I believe a defensive MVP as well for the front range. So... You know, he's got a lot of things going for him. He's a very talented football player. And I think that he's somebody who can play on the next level. It just will take some watching film and some next level coaching to really, I'd say, make him a starter on the next level. So maybe a, well, for sure, a redshirt year if possible. And then maybe a second year, just potentially depending on where he's mentally at. He can find places on the field, but he can definitely be a two-year starter, uh, along with some weight as well. But that's kind of my outlook for Michael McCarty here, our first linebacker on this episode. And coming up next, we're going to talk about a stud of a linebacker, once again, showing some promise in the passing game. Hello, y'all, and welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Cody Stauffer, and we just broke down a linebacker out of Broomfield, Colorado, and we are going to move further south for this next guy here, Bryson Torrey out of Vista Peak Prep High School, located in Aurora, Colorado, standing in at six foot two, 200 pounds, and committed to CSU Pueblo. Bryson Torrey has a lot of things that you like out of a linebacker. And, you know, he has a big range, too. You know, some things that he does really well, he is very fast. I have his speed rated at 8.6. It just shows off very well in the film. And you can tell that he flies around the field fast. And based off of his receiver film, you know, he's a linebacker that I feel very confident in being able to keep up with a lot of the faster players on the offensive side of the ball. In addition to that, he's just very athletic. And, you know, his agility and footwork and hip fluidity. I have that rated at an 8.6. You know, he's just able to transition so, so well. And this allows him to kind of play a plethora of positions on the defensive side of the ball from edge rusher to middle linebacker to outside linebacker to even like a nickel kind of cornerback. And I'd have utmost confidence in rolling him back to like a cover two safety as well. Just a lot, a lot of range and, you know, just very fast at doing all of that. In addition to that, I also have his tackling rated out of 8.6. He is a great form tackler. He breaks down very well. He doesn't let people make moves on him. I think some of the big plays that jump out to me is when he made a tackle on Kyries Kirby in space. Kyries Kirby is going to be a top five senior running back probably and of the 23 class out of Aurora Central. And so, you know, when he had it, he pushed him to the sideline, you know, as far as like taking a good angle, which is kind of accounted for in this. And then, you know, he breaks down very square, gets low and wraps his arms around the ball carrier and makes a tackle, you know, and he does that consistently. He just does a great job of breaking down, getting low, squaring up to the ball carrier, not letting stiff arms or juke moves throw him off and just being overall very solid and sound and not leaving me with lots to complain about. You know, sometimes he's a little high, but that's pretty nitpicky. He can also kind of lay the wood as well. Uh, especially, you know, if he gets into that backfield and uh, gives a running back or, you know, maybe a wide receiver on a screen, a really good pop. He's very, very good at, you know, just laying down some solid hits. So that's why his tackling lands here at 8.6. Continuing on this uh, kind of trend of three star talents here, his run defendability, I do have rated at 8.2. He does a great job of reading the play, taking the right angles, finding his way through the line, meeting towards the sidelines, playing sideline to sideline. Lateral movement is incredible. So, you know, when your hip fluidity is higher, so is a lot of other categories, including the run defendability, where he just does a great job of, you know, filling holes. He can read plays really, really well. He recognizes plays sometimes before they're happening uh, as well as, you know, as they're happening, not very prone to, you know, play fakes or anything like that Plays very smart. And, you know, does a great job of just moving around the field and thus making tackles all over the field. His last three-star category here, I have rated at an 8.1. That is his pass defense. This is rated oddly higher than, you know, his manner zone coverage abilities, but his ability to contest a ball when he is in the neighborhood is very, very high. I mean, you know, he's had two picks over his career and a pass deflection, but You know, on the offensive side of the ball, he did rack up 600 receiving yards and eight scores this year. I know that he has incredible ball skills. I think that people just try and avoid throwing to him altogether because they know that not only can he make interceptions on the ball, but he's also a potential threat for a pick six at that linebacker position. So, you know, be wary when throwing towards Bryson Torrey is kind of the MO because he does have great ball skills and he will contest passes. He has pass breakups. A little bit more than even what his stats on max prep say, just watching through his film, he had a handful of really solid pass breakups, very athletic plays, and you know just showed a keen awareness for playing the pass, as well as being able to recognize it really well. His recognition is what allows his run defendability and zone coverage ability to be in that three star level, because he does recognize it before it happens, or a lot sooner as it happens. Continuing on, you know, his zone coverage here, we're starting to talk some two-star categories here. His zone coverage I've rooted at a 7.5. Sometimes he's just a hair late on making a bigger play. But other than that, he does a great job of playing his zone. It kind of takes him a second to get back into his zone. But, you know, he does a great job. He's covered multiple receivers in one area, which is a big deal. And he just does a really good job of, you know, keeping his eyes up and knowing kind of what the layout of his, of what the passing attack is gonna be. Plus, you know, the interception that he has on his film is out of zone coverage. And most of his pass deflections come out of zone coverage. So his zone coverage is very, very sound. Also six foot two, 200 pounds height frame. I gave it a 7.2. Um, he could be a little bit heavier you know, 200 pounds, he, he kind of looks like a, a bean pole sometimes, you know, a little just skinny out there. But, um, you know, he's still uh, that six foot two. That's like the ideal height, honestly, and 200 pounds. He can get that up. So not too worried about it. I think it's the next level frame, but it does need to be kind of evened out a little bit kind of getting into some of these, this next tier of categories here. I have his pass rush skills at a 6.6. He can make some moves. He does have variety and he does time his blitzes very well, you know, and I, once again, you know, he got more than two sacks this year, it felt like, or at least was able to generate a lot of hurries and pressures, which, you know, is good for pass rush skills. It's not the first thing that I would ask him to do, especially with how versatile he is, but, you know, he's solid enough in pass rush to throw, you know, a Bryson Tory blitz in there every once in a while and find success with it. As far as things that he needs to work on a little bit or maybe things that I didn't see as well, his block shedding ability, you know, he has a lot of force and can run into people very hard and kind of knock them off balance or, you know, he can kind of do a sidestep. But once again, his hand fighting just isn't super great. And there's nothing that really sticks out to me. He doesn't have a very deep bag. So I gave his block shedding a 5.9. Um, like I said, you know, he has a lot of velocity and can knock people on their butt, which is cool and all, but that's not necessarily the first block shedding move or your premier block shedding move that you should have. Then lastly, his man coverage ability. Just didn't see a lot of it on film. So I gave it a 4.9. I can't really give you a high score without seeing something. Now, granted, I do see that his top end speed is fine. I do know that his agility slash hip fluidity is good. And he shows, you know, a couple of instances of man coverage ability, but not to the same degree as maybe a Michael McCarty that we just watched. And, you know, I think that it's kind of a missed opportunity to maybe line him up against some slot receivers and, you know, maybe even some outside guys if they scoot in. But I don't really think it was asked of him. I'm not too worried about it. And it's something that, you know, I have rated here, not because I don't think he can do it, but because I just hadn't seen enough to warrant a higher grade. And so, you know, you add all these up, all ten of these categories, including, you know, four, I want to say five three star categories. And then, you know, you have a couple of outliers here. that kind of break it down. But overall, he's a seventy four point two. This is a two star recruit. He's committed to CSU Pueblo. Which, congratulations on the commitment, but I do think that a Division I school could trick out Bryson Tory and make him an incredible, incredible D1 football player. Um, nothing against CSU Pueblo. Honestly, this looks like a squad that could compete for a national championship, but um, you know, Bryson Torrey, he's going to be a huge impact player for this squad and somebody who I think is going to make a lot of plays on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know if he necessarily makes it in his first year. I'm not sure what the roster looks like, but he has flexibility as far as being, you know, a nickel cornerback, a safety, an outside linebacker. And, you know, his versatility is going to get him on the field sooner rather than later, in my opinion. Also, shout out to the 3.0 GPA. Um, Make sure to be a student athlete. But all that being said, that is going to do it for our linebackers on this episode. Coming up next, we are going to talk about a premier elite safety. Hello, y'all, and welcome back. You know, we went from Broomfield to Aurora. Now we are going to head west and talk about Jordan Stanley, the athlete out of Durango High School. He's done it all. He's thrown the ball for touchdowns. He's ran the ball for touchdowns. He's caught touchdowns. There isn't a lot that he hasn't done. I want to say that he's also, you know, returned. little bit yeah he had some punt returning as well so you know there's a lot that he has done and a lot that he's capable of and that's jordan stanley the fort lewis college commit six foot 180 i want to say 185 pounds actually he looked like he put on a little bit of weight um so you know there's that and uh let's just jump right into it here you know jordan like i said incredible athlete so to start off you know his speed I have it rated at a 7.9 from the safety position, but this could easily jump up to like an 8.2 if we're talking Jordan Stanley, the wide receiver. It did look like his film was sped up in some cases. So I did kind of nuke the top end speed just a little bit for that. But uh, it could be camera quality as well because it just looked a little inconsistent. So I don't want to give too high of a grade and you know be, be on the back side of it. But, you know, either way, he's still very fast, definitely fast enough to play safety on the next level. And, you know, a lot of his categories fall into this very high two-star range. His hit power, he can lay the wood. I have it rated at a 7.8. He can also, you know, make tackles in a variety of ways. Not only can he wrap up very, very well, but he's also good at, you know, holding on to a leg and make sure that they eventually get dragged down. But also, you know, just lowering your shoulder and popping someone real good. He's forced some incomplete passes that way, and he's made some stops in the backfield as well. And so kind of talking about that, you know, I have his run defendability rated at a 7.6. He does a great job of making plays up at the line of scrimmage and coming up and, you know, making big hits or making sure that he's helping finish a tackle that his teammate star or anything like that. He just does a great job of defending the run. Not only, you know, during actual running situations, but he also does a good job of keeping his eyes on the quarterback in case they take off and making a play on any running or scrambling quarterbacks as well. So very, very talented. Does a pretty good job of reading plays. He kind of lets it come to him a little bit. So that's the only reason that this isn't, you know, a three-star rating is because sometimes he can let the run come to him. But either way. Does a good job of you know showing up and uh, letting letting his presence be known in the run game. He's not afraid to get up there and uh, get dirty. So when you are able to defend the run, or with your run defendability being so high, one can assume that his agility and athleticism and hip fluidity is very good. Is very good. I can assure you that that is true not only from his safety film, but also from his offensive highlights. I have his agility slash hip fluidity. Rated at a 7.7, actually a 7.8 is what we're going to do on that one, just because he can move very, very easily. And, you know, very rarely does it ever look rigid. The only thing that's kind of holding back this agility category is his base can get a little too close sometimes. But, I mean, 7.8, that's, you could still do a lot with that. So that that makes his hit power agility, hip fluidity both seven eights his top end speed is seven nine and his run defendability as seven six but that isn't it for the sevens club i have his height and frame listed at a seven like i said he's like six foot 185 pounds i would want him to maybe be a little bit heavier but honestly it, it's a frame that'll hold up on the next level and then block shedding ability i also have rated at a seven he does kind of have a bag you know he can kind of juke out blockers he can also, you know, kind of toss defenders to the side. And he has decent hand fighting, not only, you know, against receivers and tight ends, but also, you know, against running backs that try and block him or, you know, even linemen. He does a good job of getting his hands up. He has pretty quick hands. And, you know, I'm even going to bump that up a little bit, honestly, to like a 7.3. Just just because, you know, he does show hand ability that you just don't see out of a lot of safeties in some hand fighting capabilities further elaborating you know his ball skills I have rated at a 6.7 I know from his receiver film uh, his receiver film is actually what helped this out quite a bit because he can make plays on the ball he does adjust to the ball very well he had over 300 yards receiving and four scores this year it's just on the defensive side of the ball I don't think he makes as many plays in the pass game as you know I would hope to see he has a couple of deflections but, um, you know, I don't see a lot of interceptions and I feel like ball skills on the safety side of the ball are a little bit different. And so that's a kind of a great place to transition here and talk about some areas of improvement. You know, his pass contest consistency, he does make some plays in the pass game, but I wish that he had more than two pass deflections from a safety position or maybe an interception. So that's why I have it rated out of 4.8. I think that it's serviceable on the high school level but needs some work and so going on about that his man coverage and his zone coverage are a four and a 5.6 respectively i can tell that he can play a couple of different zone coverages which is cool like a cover one a cover three or a cover two but he's just not making plays which is what leaves it kind of unspectacular here and then the man coverage ability i'm loosely basing this off of his athleticism I'm actually going to bump it up to like 4.1 just because he is athletic and I don't think that it's for a lack of being able to keep up with defenders or with with receivers but it's just an unproven skill that does, that hasn't yielded big time plays or turnovers yet and you know this is playmaker's corner and we're looking for plays to be made and so all of that being said oof i'm actually going to put his man coverage ability at a 4 point you know what actually it's appropriate It's appropriate because he plays for Durango. They're the demons. His final score is a 66.6, even though I kind of want to just change his bad coverage ability to a 4.2 to change that score. But you know what? It's the Durango demons. So we're going to stick with the gimmick here. This makes him, you know, a borderline, a fringe two star athlete. And I think that his commitment to Fort Lewis College is pretty reflective and indicative of that. This is a state champion that we're talking about here was on this Drango squad that, you know, did secure the bag and also, you know, helped him return back to the playoffs the very next year. And it looks like he'll be staying in his hometown and, uh, you know, making some place for this Fort Lewis squad. I do think that he is a little bit more on the raw side, but I wouldn't be surprised if honestly, he found himself on the field as a freshman, whether that be through special teams or like quarter packages or something like that, where it allows him to play a little bit more in the run and be a bit more on the safer side if they want more secondary players who can also kind of buzz the flats and stuff as well. So he could see playing time as a freshman. If he doesn't, you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, Take a red shirt, maybe even take two years as well, and then be a really legit full-time starter for two years. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's a player on this Fort Lewis squad for three to four years of total playing time. So that's my take on Jordan Stanley, the really sweet athlete out of Durango high school and coming up next, we have another safety, but we're coming back to the Metro area. Hi, Alan. Welcome back to the playmakers corner podcast. I'm your host Cody Stoffer, and we're going to be talking about bear Creek guys to end this episode. Starting off with the, I wanna say, Concordia Bulldog commit. Caden Gorton out of Bear Creek High School committed to um, Concordia. Congratulations on that. But, um, you know, Caden here made the most of his opportunities and turned out to be a pretty decent safety slash outside linebacker prospect. And so let's go ahead and just jump right into his film here. First off, his height slash frame, I have it rated at a 7.6. He is six foot 190 and ninety-ish pounds. I want to say that he's even a little bit heavier, probably at one ninety-five, almost two hundred pounds. So a couple of extra points for you know that solid height, and then a little bit more weight as well. So you know those are both very solid for him, and uh, he he's easily the next level size. Further elaborating, I have his zone coverage rated at six point five. I see him in zone coverage constantly throughout this film both in kind of a buzz the flats kind of way, a cloud coverage, and then, you know, as well as a backside cover six. And then he also shows some cover two abilities as well as occasionally a cover three. So plays a wide variety of coverages in zone, shows an understanding of it, and, you know, does a good job of being where he's supposed to be. And that allows him to make some plays on the ball. You know, over this past season, he did rack up 40 tackles, including one for loss. And then he also had an interception that he returned for 33 yards as well as two pass deflections and was constantly in the area to make plays and tackles throughout the film. So those were some examples for sure of some good zone coverage. And then, you know, something that helps him out with the zone coverage a little bit is his agility slash hip fluidity. It's not the smoothest, I wouldn't say, but 6.3 here. It's very serviceable. He can get from point A to point B. It's not, you know, something that slows him down. And it's not necessarily a weakness. It's just not something that's elite quite yet. But with some more work and some agility training, this could go as high as an eight, honestly. So uh, just keep up that good work there, Caden. And then, you know, some of his other categories that kind of come to mind here, you know, his pass contest consistency. I have rated out of 5.2. I'd want to see more interceptions slash he did drop a couple of interceptions, but he is contesting the pass. And so that's what lands him just above the average line here at 5.2 is his ability to be there and, you know, kind of recognize what the quarterback is doing and make some plays. Furthermore, his run defendability. I also have rated out of five. He does a good job of recognizing the run. He doesn't bite hard on play fakes, so he's pretty smart in that sense. Maybe just a little slow to react though. Doesn't really make a whole lot of tackles at the line of scrimmage necessarily. And some of them can get to the next level. So there's that. And then his man coverage ability, I have this rated out of 5.1. He actually does play a little bit of slot cornerback and he does a good job of keeping his hand on their hip. And this is the highest man coverage rating I've given to a safety thus far, just because he is able to keep up. And I'm actually even gonna bump it up to a 5.3 honestly. He does a pretty good job of maintaining you know that proximity to whatever receiver uh he's covering and yeah lastly kind of here in this category i have his speed rated out of 5.8 i don't think he's the fastest guy and he doesn't get up to speed very fast so that is something for him to kind of work on and speaking of things for him to work on here I have his hit power as well as his ball skills rated at a 4.7 and a 4.6 respectively. Like I said, I want to see more interceptions. I think that he gets his hands on the ball too much to not be making more picks. So that's why his ball skills falls into this average category, because he does have an interception and a couple of pass deflections, but not nearly as many as he probably should have, in my opinion, based on his positioning. And then his hit power, you know, here at a 4.7, he does have some pops but his tackle form isn't necessarily the best. You know, He can tackle pretty high sometimes or he can get away with some shoelace tackles as well. So, you know, that's why it's rated a little bit weaker here. And, you know, sometimes his best hits are kind of by the sideline when the play is almost over. So that's what lands him in this average ish area. Lastly, his block shedding ability. I'm actually going to rate this at a flat four here. He does get off of some blocks but he doesn't have a big bag. He's not particularly strong. His hand fighting isn't spectacular and his juke move is okay. So he does basically the bare minimum that I would expect out of a safety to succeed. And that's what lands his overall score here at a 55. I definitely think that Caden is a developmental player here. He does offer you a lot of upside and I think that he's a solid athlete, but These next level facilities are going to help out substantially in bridging the gap that I think does exist between him and, you know, some other players that will be playing on this next level. So, you know, he is a project player, probably two years of learning, maybe even three years of learning, and then, you know, can find himself on the field, you know, maybe his junior or senior year. If he does find himself on the field sooner than that, it's because he has put in a lot of work in the film room and even more work in the weight room, I want to say, is two places where he can improve these categories fairly drastically. And, you know, he can also, like Jordan, find himself in that quarter safety kind of spot. Or, you know, if they want kind of an in-the-box safety, I think that he could be pretty good at that, putting on some weight. So, you know, those are things that I can see Kaden Gordon getting pretty good at and instead of going to break here i'm actually just going to break into our very last player of this episode he is a teammate of Caden gorton's and you know was a part of the success that this bear creek squad ended up having this year and i'm talking about the five foot eleven i'm pretty sure he's actually six foot honestly the six foot running back slash fullback commit to colorado state university pueblo that is ryan segovia who you know kind of did it all for this bear creek squad this past year you know not only has he shown a lot of success running the football as he ran for nearly 1300 yards and 15 touchdowns on only 200 carries but you know also on the defensive side of the ball played like a nose tackle And linebacker kind of hybrid very, very well, racking up nine tackles for loss, 48 total tackles, two and a half sacks, and 14 hurries. He was a menace on both sides of the ball, but he is being recruited as a fullback, so I did decide to grade his running back film more so. And he's a dang good running back. I tell you what, he does have, you know, three star tackle breaking capabilities easily. I give it an 8.6, honestly. There's a I, it's very rarely that one guy brings down Ryan Segovia. He constantly needs three defenders to bring him down. So just excellent power and does a great job of just shaking off some little tackles. Even people will jump on him and he literally just shrugs them off. So you know, on top of that, he can also deliver a hit. So his power slash explosiveness is at a 7.6. He can get up to speed fairly quickly, honestly. And, uh, you know, he's deceptively fast. I got to watch him live against Greeley West. And man, he's just such a punishing runner with a lot of horsepower behind him. You know, I rated his speed at a 7.9. I think that, you know, being able to run that fast at that size is just intimidating. It's like a freight train is coming at you. And that's why he's able to shed so many tackles is that combination of speed and that size as well. Also, his balance slash body control is incredible. Now, the reason that I don't have it rated at three star and I have it rated at a seven point eight is because he can stumble and kind of run almost drunkenly out there. But his ability to recover his feet and, you know, stay standing straight up is pretty elite, honestly. So, you know, he gets lots of uh, kudos from me there. And that's part of the reason why, you know, he's able to gain so many yards after contact is his balance, touch body his stumble ability is very, very good. You know, also his footwork I have rated at a 7.8. This honestly, you know what? It can and it will be rated at a flat A. This is a three star level talent, He does a great job of chopping back across the field and, you know, just making a lot of explosive plays. But it's all on his feet, honestly also his balance and everything like that. The only thing kind of holding his footwork back is once again, you know, his base can be a little too narrow or maybe a little too wide sometimes, depending on, you know, some of the cuts that he's making. But all in all, very, very impressive. And, you know, spectacular for somebody his size once again. Same with his agility slash change of direction. It's at a 6.9. You don't see him pulling off, you know, big jump cuts or huge jukes. So that's why it not scored a little bit higher. But, you know, a 6.9, it is very, very good for the level of football that he does play. What else do we got here? Vision, 6.8. He sees the holes. He's able to create his own cutback lanes pretty well. I'd say that, you know, sometimes he is a little too eager to cut back when there is a hole available for him more up the middle. But, you know, that's a little nitpicky and neither here nor there. blocking he is one of the best blocking backs and i think that's part of the reason why he has landed a fullback gig you know his pass block is very good he's a very patient pass blocker he's also very smart as to you know okay you know i've looked for my pass block for a couple of seconds now it's time to release into like around the flats and help out my quarterback a little bit here so he's got that going for him just very smart as a blocker as far as you know being a lead blocker in both the run and the pass game and uh, very tech- technically and fundamentally sound. You know, he does a great job of squaring up to whoever he's blocking, getting low, understanding leverage, and, you know, even winning it sometimes. The only weaknesses I see as I bump this up to a 7.6 is his, you know, ability to get pancakes. I didn't really see a lot of pancakes on his film, I didn't see it in real life. So, you know, I do want him to just be a little bit more explosive in his blocks and see if he can block multiple people on one play. As far as some things that I think he could kind of work on, you know, his acceleration, he does an okay job of getting up to speed. I have it rated at a 6.9, but his explosiveness can be so much better, honestly. And that is something that I am looking forward towards. Additionally, his receiving, you know, he only had six receptions for 79 yards. He did make an incredibly athletic reception one of those times, but he is just not asked to receive a lot. And I think as a fullback, you should be able to catch the ball pretty well especially if you have like play fakes and stuff like that in your playbook then the fullback should almost be like the the dump off option a lot of the time and so I do want him to work on his hands he does let the ball get a little close to his chest pads here and there so that's what lands his ultimate grade at a 4.7 honestly it's just nothing really crazy he wasn't asked to do a whole lot of it but I just don't know if it's really a facet of his game at this point in time so chop all this up add it all together mix it together and you have a 72.8 a two-star rated player here and CSU Pueblo, I think is getting a steal here Ryan Scovia I think that he could have played a plethora of positions on the next level but I mean you look at a Ryan you look at a McComber, you look at all of these Bear Creek guys you look at Caden and uh that's kind of what lands you at an eight and four record and allows you to you know, upset the eventual state champs in Chatfield 14 to 10. And it's what allows you to make the playoffs for the first time in a long time and then win a playoff game as well against a Windsor squad. So, you know, Ryan Segovia, absolutely high impact player. Uh, Shout out to BVM Sports for, you know, their article on January 20th that allowed me to know that he was going to be playing fullback. Uh, It's not something that I would have necessarily guessed. So shout out to them. For their sources on that and uh, shout out to all these players make sure to find them on Twitter in order of this episode you have at Michael three five three one two eight five three that's Michael McCarty then you have at Bryson one that's Bryson Tory out of Vista Peak prep then third off I broke down at J underscore Stanley 22 that is the Durango Demon Baseball football fiend and then obviously these last two Bear Creek guys, you have at Caden underscore Gordon committed to Concordia and then at S-E-G-O Rhino 40 for Ryan Segovia. We're going to give him a follow back because he is an absolute stud of a football player and somebody who I'm excited to see at CCU Pueblo in this squad that we're, you know, he'll be scrimmaging against uh, Bryson and Torrey and whatnot and, you know, uh, make sure that Bryson puts on more weight after uh, Ryan probably gives him a good pop once or twice. But outside of my excitement for CSU Pueblo, how about you, the fans, get excited about all of our content here at Playmakers Corner? You know, next week we have all women's and girls flag football content, including some interviews, film breakdowns, as well as KCAC reactions. This Friday is going to be the release of Coach V's NAIA flag football recap. So make sure to tune into that, as well as all of our flag football content. We are, you know, one of the top destinations for women's flag football content. So make sure to stay with us on that and continue to listen to Mason's request episodes on Mondays. Those will resume here in a few weeks. And then, you know, my request episodes, we are just about through the 2022 class. So any seniors that are left know that we do plan on having all of your film done, you know, at least Colorado high school film done before the end of may hopefully two weeks into may honestly so just keep an eye on that if you do want your film broken down last second here in the state of colorado then go ahead and fill out the link tree in our bios that is on any of our socials we are on twitter at playmaker corner on instagram playmakers corner facebook playmakers corner tiktok playmakers corner all of those have link trees that, you know, have a Google form. So go ahead and fill that out if you want it broken down. Seniors especially get that done sooner than later so we can get you a film breakdown before your school year ends. But, you know, we have all of that going on. In addition, we also, you know, post content on all of those and announce all of our latest episodes Our episodes that do get posted to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Anchor. You can hear about these new episodes, whether you follow or subscribe to those. So that way you get notifications whenever we do post a new episode or just pay attention to us on social medias where we do post our cover art and have a fun time promoting it on there. Furthermore, you know, we do post, you know, kind of brief recaps and film breakdowns on TikTok of our Twitch streams, as well as these, you know, film breakdown episodes. So there's that. And then on our YouTube, we also post, you know, some episodes as well as our Twitch streams. Make sure to go follow us on Twitch. On our quest to be Twitch affiliates, we just need three more followers and we try and do streams. No stream this last week of April coming up, but do check back on our former streams that included, you know, Tyree Trusty, Noah Triplett, and Mason Lowe breakdowns. And then the most recent one that I did included two freshman quarterbacks in Benjamin Noblett and Andrew Heidel. So make sure to follow us on Twitch for a lot of fun content on there. And thank you for rocking with us. I've been your host, Cody Stauffer, and adios.